detention veterans, and everyone who's ready to change their lives. Welcome to the Christina Silva Show, educating our veterans live. Join your host, Marine Corps-trained motivator, Christina Silva, as she connects with experts, innovators, and military heroes. Now, let's get started. Here is Christina Silva. Fans, we are live in the studio in El Segundo by the beach with the wind whistling outside. And we promise you each and every week creative resiliency solutions with persons that know about the plight, the triumph, the challenges, and the cost of freedom, our men and women in uniform. I'm so honored today to look forward to an event that will celebrate the nonprofit gift of volunteerism and also those that have created charities and been on boards with charities that truly give back to our military the way they need to be given back to. So without further ado, we have an amazing guest. He is retired from our elite United States Navy. He served 20 years and reached the rank of Petty Officer First Class, and he is certainly more than that in the world of Hollywood, giving back with charity and a compassionate heart. His family believes in the power that is within to create innovations that you're going to be so delighted by this evening, and I will be there to see the second inaugural event come to pass. Welcome Kelvin Hill, retired U.S. Navy CEO and founder of the Mr. and Mrs. Military Pageant Showcase to the Christina Silva Show. Calvin, we had a time with technology, but with our naval training and our Marine Corps can-do attitude, we are here live on Facebook for all the listeners to tell them about your amazing career. So share with us about what happened to you in your family mate situation all the way up to school and how you found and chose the Navy of all the elite branches since we're a Department of the Marine <laughs> Today we're the Department of the Navy, okay? <laughs> okay, okay. Oh, wow. Thank you, Christina. It's, it's such a great time to be here, you know, and, uh, you know, I applaud you and all that you do, you know, for not just our veterans, but, you know, for everybody, you know, re, re, you know, having this show for everybody to enjoy and to get knowledge from and, and just to get a better understanding of things is, is great. And I, I really appreciate you for that. So, uh, but, you know, me, um, I'm, I'm a pretty simple guy. You know, I'm easy. You know, I was born in Kansas City, Kansas back in 1970, you know, and just grew up in, in uh, the inner city in Kansas, you know, went to Wyandotte High School, uh, graduated from there in 88 and uh, took a year off from, from high school and, you know, what, just enjoyed being out of school like so many other teenagers, you know, couldn't wait for school to be out, you know, and now you just get to experience life with no more school, you know. So I did that for a year, and then I was like, you know what, it's time for me to do something else. You know, I don't want to be, you know, I'm 19, you know, I don't want to be like everybody else at that time, you know, just doing the same old thing. So I wanted to see more. I wanted to do more. And so I said, you know what? You know, why not join the Navy? You know, and then, or actually I was like, you know what? Join the military. So because actually the Marine Corps recruiter, you know, he was trying to get me to sign up first. And I was like, hmm. So I thought about that. And I was like, well, I don't know about the Marine Corps. You know, the first ones to go to war. You know, I might have dodged some bullets. You know, I was like, hmm. So, but he, he was he was upset when I told him I wanted to go to the Navy. So, you know, so that didn't work out well. But yeah, so the, you know, the Navy took my heart. So I joined the Navy in '89. 
uh, September of 1989. And, you know, the 20 years I was there just went by so fast. You know, it was just, wow. it just, it just flew by. And I was like, wow, you know, and I was, I was great for it. It made me a better person. You know, I was able to travel and see the world, you know, um, you know, I got married, you know, out of boot camp. And so I'm still married to the same woman today. And we have a beautiful daughter, you know, and now a grandchild. So, you know, um, you know, I'm grateful for the Navy. And, you know, I, I'm like, you know, I'm just like in shock and awe because I'm like, wow, I'm, I'm glad I did join the Navy. You know, had I not, I'd probably still be in Kansas, you know, doing what everybody else is doing, you know. But so, you know, I am very grateful. You know, I, I, am. Yes. I am. Oh, thank you so much for your service. Yes. Your gorgeous wife. I was oh, looking yes. at your page and I'm like, where have I met this man? It's in service to our veterans and to our military active duty members. There is no better place to be than to give back and to remain in the coveted shelter of the military yes. environment. It's just so wealthy with knowledge and skills and yes. the camaraderie. It just bleeds on forever. And so with your naval career, you must have so many stories to tell. But the first oh, I'd yeah. like to know is in boot camp or in your earlier years before you reached the high rank that you did, who do you remember made an impact on you in boot camp? Good or bad? Oh, wow, wow, wow. You know, uh, back then, you know, it was in the 90s. It was the 90s the first ship that I was on? I was on the Malin S. Tisdale, USS Malin S. Tisdale. It was a frigate, a fast frigate, number 27. Yes. And I was in deck department. And the person that made an impact on my life was uh, the chief, our chief at the time. You know, his name was uh, Better. You know, he was, uh, he was called BMC Better, B E T T E R. And, and that guy, because I was new to the Navy. And oh so, God. yeah, I, I was like brand spanking new out of boot camp. And, you know, and this guy, you know, he was a true leader. You know, he was, you know, at that time that I, I just got there fresh out of boot camp, he had been there. He was seasoned. So he had been there a while. So I'm sure, you know, he had, had you know, honed his experience and all that. He had he accumulated all of it. And, you know, I just saw him displaying it and putting it into, into action. I was like, wow, okay, okay, okay. So I learned a lot from that guy. I learned a lot from him, you know, and he, cause he was a stand up guy, you know, he's, he didn't take, he just, he didn't lay down and just take stuff from anybody. You know, if it was the CEO, you know, he would let the CEO, he would tell the CEO, you know, how things really were. And I was like, wow, you know, and he would tell the XO, you know, the department head, you know, whoever, the, the division officer, you know, he would tell him like it is. And they respected him for that. And, you know, did he win every battle? No, but, <laughs> you know, in our eyes, he won a lot. And he was really, you know, a formidable, you know, somebody on that ship. You know, he was really uh, to be respected and, be and revered. And so, yeah, that guy, yeah, he was a stand-up guy. And like I said, you know, he had my respect and the respect of his crew. So, you know, everybody under him, they would do anything for that guy because they knew that, you know, he would stand up for us, you know, and so... Yeah, yeah, that guy really made an impact. And, and I have to say, the rest of my time in the Navy, he set the bar pretty high. You know, <laughs> not too many people, not too many people after that came close to him. I was like, wow. So, yeah, and I still remember him to this day. And so, you know, through 20 years that I was in there, there were some, you know, some came close. But, yeah, that guy, he really stands out to me. And so I thank you for bringing that up and, you know, taking me down that had to memory lane because yeah, that was, that was pretty yeah. nice. And yeah, I wish I could meet that guy today. Cause that's, yeah, I miss that guy. Yeah. He was something else. 
wow, that's incredible. You married the love yeah. of your life. And from boot camp, she stayed with you all this time. I would love for you to share a perspective yes. about dependence in the military. Share with me, if you don't mind, just an intricate detail about the love your life of your life gave to you as a wife while you were serving, deployments and such. Yes. How, what yes. kept you all strong together? Do you mind? Well, what kept us strong and what still keeps us strong is our love for God. You know, it, it, he, he has to be first place. You know, he created he created the family. And so you got to put him first in the family. So when you do that, then, you know, everything else uh, fall into place. You know, now will every day be a piece of cake? Probably not. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But when you have God in your life, you know, he helps you enjoy that cake a little bit better. You know, so. Yes. Um, but but yeah, but my wife, you know, she's the backbone, you know, because when I was deployed, when I was in the military, you know, we had our daughter. Let me see. We had our daughter. So we got married in 89. We had our daughter in 90. Okay. And so and so I was on deployment. So my wife really had to, you know, she was holding it down while I was away, you know. So she was uh, taking care of our daughter because she didn't want to and she didn't work either because she wanted to be there for our daughter and she felt that that was very important for her to do so and so she didn't work for like maybe the first few years our daughter was born because she wanted to establish that bond you know with our daughter and so uh, you know I applaud her for that I was like wow you know so that made me love her even more you know knowing how she wanted to be there you know for our daughter like that you know and I'm what not maybe not millions of miles away but I was like halfway around the world and I'm like you know sending emails and stuff what's going on how you doing everything okay and she's like yeah 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 you know just hear what our daughter clear and and you know and I was able to you know read books to her you know I think yeah but at that time we had like we were able to like go up to the chaplain, the chaplain's office or the library, and they had all these books there, and you can like pick a book, you know, oh. to read, and they videotaped it, and then they sent it back home, you know, to your family so they could see yeah. it. And I remember reading Huey and Dewey and um, <laughs> all kind, of, all kind of like you know little child children's books, you know, tour and stuff. Oh. So. Yeah, and, and my wife was there, you know, to show him to her and, you know, make that, you know, happen. So she would still have me in her life, you know. So, you know, my wife was, you know, she was there. She made that happen. And, you know, she's like, here's your dad. Your dad is on the video, you know, reading the story to you. And my wife probably showed her that video over and over a hundred times, you know, yeah. until I got back. But, yeah, so, you know, my wife was there, you know, through that. And, oh, man, so, yeah, so she's very important, you know. You know, women are very important, you know, in the family. So, you know, hey, I thank God for making them and, you know, for all he does because his ways are higher than our ways and his thoughts are higher than our thoughts. You know, we don't know everything, but, you know, he does. And so, hey, I'm just glad he's on our team. Thank you. We're speaking with Calvin Hill, the CEO and founder of Mr. and Mrs. Military. Now, Calvin, you shared something dear about your wife and your daughter, and that means you're a great girl dad. And I just want to say thank you so much for sharing the softer side of what dependent families go through. And thank you for the sacrifice of serving our nation on ships. Um, did you sail on any other ships? And what was one of many of your military occupational specialties? Yes. So I served. So after the Tisdale, where did I go? I went to, um, oh, I was on USS Princeton, uh, CG. Uh, that was a CG. I also was on USS Constellation for a minute because I was part of a squadron out of North Island. So we were attached to the, um, went on Kitty Hawk for a little bit before it was decommissioned. Oh, my um, 
went on the Constellation for a little bit before it was it had left. I was on the USS Juno LPD uh, before it went to Japan. Um, where else? Um, that may have been it, though. Let me see. That, that may have been it. Um, but I was on a few ships, though. Uh, Tisdale, Princeton, Juno, Constellation, Kitty Hawk. Um, I think that may have been it, though. But it was it was it was great, and you know it 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 helped me to have a love for the ocean and the water. You know, being in the Navy, it, it did because when you spend time on the ship and you go out there on that beautiful ocean, oh man! And when you're looking around and you don't see anything but water, you you really get closer to God at that time because you're like, man, <laughs> you're like, wow, if we go down right now. <laughs> If we go down right now, we in trouble. But yes, yes, yes. So yes, yes, it's yeah. It's cold yeah. and pitch black. I yes, it is. It is. Yes, it is. It is good. Nice. For listeners out there, whether yes. you believe or not, the universe is a creation, and God's footsteps are the clouds. Right. We can right, all believe right. in that mystery. And I'm yes. so thankful to hear the ships that you've served upon because you can educate our veterans live today from their camis uniforms to their civvies as civilians. Some of the ships that you mentioned do different tactics and help different naval missions come to pass. So were you ever on a carrier where there was a a strip for the Marines to land or the Air Force or the naval pilots? Did they land on any ships that you served on? Or can you enlighten the audience about what the Navy actually does? Oh, yes, yes, yes. So the Navy, you know, takes the war (laughs) God forbid that they don't be, there's not one, but you know, if there is one, the Navy takes the war to our enemy. So we don't have to fight the war here, you know, in our own country. So I am very grateful for that because I would rather (laughs) be fighting, you know, outside of, you know, our own country, you know, keeping our people safe, you know, while, you know, we're over there, you know, somewhere else taking on an aggressor. But Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, then that's the major role of the Navy to keep, you know, our, our seas, you know, safe, you know, uh, to keep, you know, our allies seas safe, you know, that's part of our mission too. Well, the Navy's mission, you know, I'm not there no more, but you know. <laughs> but if you had it to do over again, you but, would, uh, right, Robin? Yes, 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 yes. Without a doubt, without a doubt, you know, I am fond of the Navy, you know, I love the Navy, you know what I'm saying? But, and I'm a little bit partial to the Navy, you know what I'm saying? Now, what station on Camp Pendleton, you know, so I have a fun you know, I have a hard, soft spot for the Marine Corps, too, you know, for the Marines. Yes. So, yeah, those guys, yeah, they work hard. So That was yeah, my next yeah. intricate detail for the audience to know about the significance between the Department of the Navy and the Marine Corps that we have a very elite and strong few force. And our fleet does help the Navy where air, land, and sea. And that collaboration now today in today's world, all the forces work together in a joint task force, including our elite cyber Space Force. So let's talk about that. Camp Pendleton actually has the amazing Naval Hospital where my son was born. They created a civilian hospital called the Sand Canyon Hospital. And he was born the first baby ever from Camp Pendleton to be born in Sand Canyon Hospital. Isn't that amazing? That is amazing. Wow. Congratulations. Yeah. Yeah. So share with that audience the you know, the specific love the Marine Corps and Navy has together because Naval persons, they do serve with our Marines and they're the one and only medic or special. Yes. Yes. Naval. You know, yes. fellows yeah, you're, yeah, you're, you're right. Well, so, that. so, you, so you're right. So in the Navy, you have 
corpsmen. You have like independent duty corpsmen and they do deploy with the Marines. They get stationed with the Marines. So they have to, they have to, whatever the Marines are going through, they're going through it too, because they're, they're brother and sister, you know, so to speak or whatever. So, you know, you have, uh, cause so it takes me back when I was stationed at Naval hospital camp Pendleton, you know, back in 94 to 97 time frame. You know, we had to go to this training called fleet hospital training, okay. you know. And so me being in the Navy, you know, I had to go out into the field. It was kind of like MASH, you know, when you watch MASH on television, that old show MASH, you know, and you see them in those tents and stuff like that. That's how I was, you know. So huh? and and so being in the Navy, it gave us a deeper appreciation, you know, of our of our Marine counterparts because we're like, wow, these guys out here in the mud. You know, so and we're used to sitting, you know, on our ship, you know, in comfort, you know, playing video games, you know, while we're out to sea or lay back watching a movie or something after work, you know, on the ship. And, you know, our heart, you know, goes out to these Marines because we're like, man, these guys are eating MREs, you know, meals ready to eat. And, you know, we're eating the hot meal, you know, out of the galley, you know. Um, but yeah, yeah, we really had to have an appreciation. And I went to that fleet hospital. I was like, wow, you know, I really, yeah, I really, my heart just went out to the Marines after that, after that experience. Cause I was like, man, mm -hmm. now I see, I really see what you guys are going through. And so it, it makes the Navy and Marine Corps closer together. It brings them, it brings yeah. us closer together because, you know, when we have that appreciation, when we're able to train, you know, with each other like that and those type of environments, you know, it, it just really, you know, creates a, a bond that makes it stronger. Yeah. And, 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 and like, for example, the LPD I was on, USS Juno, you know, we had Marines coming aboard. Like, we would get like 1,000, 1,500 Marines on board, and we would have to take them, for example, to like Somalia. You know, I served during Somalia, Mogadishu, Black Hawk Down. Yeah, you know, so we had to take those guys. We were there with those guys, and, you know, we were like, wow, man, dude, you're going over there. And, dude, you know, I'm about to pray for you, man, because I want you to come back, you know. So, yeah, you know, and, and we had that strong bond. And, you know, while those guys were fighting, you know, on land or whatever, you know, taking care of the situation in Africa, you know, we were sitting on a ship, you know. And, and, and this time we saw the faces. So we knew the guys personally that were over there on the land. And, you know, we were like, Lord, bring them back safe and sound, you know, so we can all get back home to our families and, you know, continue on with our lives. But... Yes. But yeah, you really have a deeper appreciation for them guys. Well, if you remember, and to every one of the listeners, this is some of the most important information you'll hear. We keep our Marines close to our hearts and, and our fellow naval sailors because we did do that mission together. That was yes. the first co-ed deployment to Somalia. And I was serving at MAG-16. And I remember we took all of those shots and a lot of my unit Thank goodness. Well, I was deeply injured at the time we were training for pre-deployment training. And I remember when my unit came back um, six months and 12 months later, they were, some were paralyzed. Some people didn't react well to the shots that we took, but we really put our lives on the line. And so I want to say yeah. to each and every person that has ever served in eras before now and in the future, thank you so much. You just can't even imagine what we do willfully and when we realized when we we're on active duty after boot camp, we had no idea what we actually signed up for. I know many of us did not know. And many do know from their family mates that have served, they sign up to continue the fight. They know a little bit about what they're going into, but I did not know. But I would yeah. do it again. I would do it again. Thank you, Calvin, oh, yeah. for empathizing and knowing the truth about my era. 
because, you know, there are lots of things to be concerned about that we'll talk about in the second part of the show about caring for yourself because of that yes. time we served. Um, there is a Persian Gulf era ward at our VA, and there's also some serious knowledge we want to impart to you about your earned benefits. So as a yes. specialist in housing, health, employment, and education, I would like to know if you've used your benefits from serving. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, yes. And that's, the, and that's, you know, part of uh, what President Abraham Lincoln, you know, our presidents do, you know, they try to take care of our veterans because the president does send our, us, the military out to war. And so, right. you know, why, how are you going to send them out to war? And then when they get back, you know, you're not taking care of them. And so, you know, over the years, you know, the benefits that veterans, you know, have received have, have you know, become, you know, uh, enhanced, have become better, you know, have, you know, really gotten to be something that our veterans really want to, you know, take part of. And so that that's great because like, you know, me, I work in community care. I'm, uh, I work at the VA, the San Diego, uh, La Jolla VA hospital, uh, the San Diego, what the VA healthcare system. Okay. And so, you know, in community care, you know, we want our veterans to be seen, you know, sooner outside of the VA. Because sometimes, you know, at the VA, because we have so many veterans in the San Diego area, sometimes yeah. it can take a while to see the doctor. And so, you know, we want them to be seen sooner. And so Congress came up with, you know, uh, the CHOICE program. It was before, and now it's called something else. Uh, what is the name of it? But the CHOICE uh, program. Yes, 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 yes. And so... Yes, yes. And so yes. we are able to, you know, get our veterans seen sooner out in the community, you know, next to where they live. And so that's that's great. And now there's telehealth, too, you know, as part of that. And so, you know, veterans that live out in like Borrego Springs or, you know, the deepest parts of California, you know, they can go they can go on telehealth and see a doctor, see their provider and, you know, get the care that they need. And so that is a good benefit, you know, for our veterans to take a part of. And so I'm glad to, you know, participate in that, you know, and to get them the care that they need. And and there are other benefits, too, you know, but um, ask me about other benefits that you think our veterans should know about. Oh, this is such a great show, fans, because the true light is showing between our naval sailor retiree, Calvin Hill. He is sharing with us about the VA's plethora of benefits. It is not like before where you wait years to make your claim come true and to gain right. your benefits. We have our Department right. of California, our CalVet system. You can register online yes. for your profile and start your claim there. That's www.calvet.ca.gov yes. and you definitely want to check out in your own time va.gov because the VA yes. ramp system promises you a rapid access management program that is so easy to navigate and you can also go to the San Diego La Jolla VA healthcare system and any other healthcare system near you just to get your file and eligibility claims started with one of the veteran service organizations. It's all free. You just sign up for a power of attorney and there are more agencies than I'll mention, but there's the DAV, which I personally used to help yep, me with the claim. Awesome. The DAV you can just go to DAVCAL if you're in California.org, or you can go to the national DAV site, DAV.org, and you just find your state, and they will definitely get back to you now. They're, they've gone digital with the pandemic situation. You can call the American Legion. You can use the Purple Heart Association. You can use the Veterans VVA of America and all of those entities, some of which may be housed right in your VA. Right, Calvin? 
That's right. That is very right. You are so true. And uh, yeah, the VA has, there are so many things that the VA does, you know, that veterans don't even know about. For example, um, for example, you can go right to the veterans business office when you first get to the VA on the first floor. You can first bring your DD-214 or the VA can even help you get your DD-214 and you can get your veterans ID card and start the process. They have pianos and music therapy in most of the VAs. That's right. It's going to give us a little rendition of music therapy. Take it away, Calvin. Yes, I was just going to say that I didn't even know this program existed. I was like, you know, I saw people walking around the VA with guitars. I'm like, wait a minute. Okay, what are you doing with these guitars? And so they told me, and they said, yeah, the VA has music therapy. You know, it helps you, you know, with anxiety. Let's say you have depression, you know, whatever it is that, you know, if you have a mental condition. I was like, what? And so get a consult from your primary care doctor. And to sign up for the program, and then you go down there, and then you know you have to take. I think it's like maybe eight weeks or twelve weeks. It's like an eight, uh, eight or a twelve week course, and then you know. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, they teach you how to play the guitar, and it's, wow. it's so nice. An hour a day. I think it's maybe two days a week. You know, an hour a day. You go down there. You learn how to play the guitar on on one that they issue you and then at the end of the program you get your very own you know guitar brand new i was like what and so this really helps me you know if i'm feeling nervous or if i have anxiety issues or if i just need to really calm down you know i grab grab the guitar you know you know and just play some chords and everything is fine. But yes, your your VA has programs, but you have to find out about them because yes. yeah, they will go they will go unnoticed if you don't know about them. But yes. This is so great. So the VA does have the, the traditional domains and tenants of your benefits and housing. So let's take housing, for example. They still do give out the HUD bash vouchers for those that may be on a chronic situation where they're on couch surfing, unfortunately, we some of us have to go through that. But they also have housing programs for long and short-term transition housing. They have health programs for women, but they are really on the holistic edge. The VA has come a very long way. They do alternate breathing therapies. They do drumming. They do horseback riding. But you yes. have to listen to Calvin and find out from your veterans business officer yes. who is the person in charge of that therapy. Don't give up. And you will probably see someone with their instrument. Ask them. Yeah. <laughs> that's right. Dude, that's right. And the rest is history. I've been able to partake in a sleep study. And, and once I embraced that I needed to calm down or learn about how to control my own issues, then you can take the power over that and find out what works for you. Walking, yes. they have hikes, they have, and this is what yes. we want to share, fans. We want to share that charities partner with the VA. We all know the Gary Sinise Foundation, how wonderful that organization is. We all know about the USO, but there are hundreds of thousands of organizations that come together, especially the Salvation Army, and we'll talk about why, that help veterans, specific programs that match up to not only a cookie cutter earned benefits situation, but one for each and every veteran. Right, Calvin? Right. 
but you have to drive your own claims pathway to get to what you need because you earned it and you deserve it. So you can definitely stay in tune with the Christina Silva show. Uh, My email address is CRS productions. That's shortened for my Gmail. It's CRS prods at gmail.com CRS P R O D S at Gmail. And you can reach Calvin at the VA because he's the community care coordinator. And all you have to do is go to the front desk. They have some amazing veteran docents from lots of eras to help you navigate the entire VA landscape in La Jolla. Tell us a little bit about that VA. It's relatively new and refurbished. Long Beach is going through an amazing uh, retro, uh, refurbished brand new hospital as well. Isn't La Jolla gorgeous? It is gorgeous. And right now it's going through a transformation. You know, we're added a lot of parking spaces. So there's like three new parking structures there. They're adding a new wing onto the, the, the what is it, the SCI part of it. Uh, it escapes me right now what SCI stands for, but this oh, a spinal cord injury unit. Yeah, they're, they're adding a whole new wing, like three more floors to the hospital over there. I'm like, wow. But yeah, yeah, they have been spending... The government, Congress has been spending a lot of money on our veterans, you know, billions of dollars in construction just in San Diego to help make that VA, help make the building better because that building has not been uh, refurbished or remodeled since it's been in existence. And so it was time. And so I tell you guys, when you walk into the building, there's a Starbucks in there now. Oh, man, right there by the entrance, there's a door, you know, that goes to Starbucks. There's a beautiful lobby right there that they've done. And before I forget, you know, the San Diego VA needs clothing, you know, for homeless veterans. Yes, for homeless veterans that want to re-enter the workforce, you know, or just want to, you know, they they need clothing. So the next time you go to the San Diego VA, please take a shirt. Take some pants, you know, take some suspenders, whatever you have, you know, clean it and take it to the VA and ask for voluntary services and tell them that you are, you want to make a donation because they need clothing. You know, they told me personally that they need clothing, you know, for homeless veterans that want to re-enter the workforce. So please help them out, you know, take something the next time you go. Uh, But that place is beautiful. You know, they're they're still doing a lot of work. A lot of the construction should be done within the next two years. So yeah, please come and just check it out. And and it's right there in La Jolla, right there by the beach. So yeah, Yeah. just, yeah. There are so many other benefits that you may be, uh, really intrigued by like the DMV registration that we get for free, the hunting license, the national mm-hmm. parks license. Those are some of the generic benefits, but again, they are so generous with wanting veterans to have homes and to become homeowners. I am a licensed broker, California number zero one two six zero three nine four. Reach out to us for help. I'm telling you, we're here to walk you through the process. If you've shelved your claim and given up on the VA, Give them another chance today. Yes. Calvin, this is so much fun. Are you having a great interview? <laughs> yeah, this is my best interview ever. Thank you, oh, Christina. I'm so honored. You are the best. Why? Is because we care about others. And I'm yes. volunteerism yes. saves yes. lives. You've got to get connected yes. to a charity and start to understand human touch and what you give back in the form of time, talent, and treasure is amazing. And for a few short announcements, this show would not be possible 
for the last 15 years without our sponsors. I really want to thank Beverly Hills Webs because it's so important that our veterans also have anonymity. And so your website has to be in tip top shape. Today, we want to highlight beverlyhillswebs.com. Our website has so much information. It can be quite um, the task to navigate through, but you can find out about real estate, media, and volunteer veteran services and our charity all at cammies2civvies.org because we're going to be raising some awareness about Calvin's charity today. And we want to thank CRS Productions because that entity in combination with our foundation, we link up to other charities like the Salvation Army and others. We raise awareness and funds and we share those proceeds with them. So I knew that Calvin had this beautiful flyer. Shout out to whoever built your website and does your media. If you ever need another contributory source to your (laughs) website, reach out to Beverly Hills Web. Check out the Voice America Variety Channel on Facebook. This is the place to share and read stories about and from our hosts and shows. And you can add your voice on today's hot topics. Like us and comment on Facebook. Facebook.com forward slash Voice America Variety. We're with you wherever Alexa and Google are. At home, in the car, on your smart TV, and your connected devices. Hey, Alexa. Hey, Google. Play my favorite Voice America podcast on TuneIn. It's just that easy. But don't forget to make sure you actually mention the name of the podcast show to make it work. You're listening to The Christina Silva Show, educating our veterans live. If you'd like to call in during our live show, please call 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. For more information about the show, email crsprods at gmail.com. That's crsprods at gmail.com. Now, back to the show. But beautiful flyer yes. to your event. What is happening this Friday evening? <clears throat> well, thank you, Christina. That's a great question. So this Friday, this Friday evening, we're going to have the first live Mr. and Miss Military pageant showcase. So everyone is invited to come out and help us pick the next Mr. and Miss Military for 2023. So will it be the Army? Will it be the Navy? Will it be the Air Force? Will it be the Marines? You know, your votes will help decide. So you got to come out and help us vote. And so speaking of charities, this is kind of like um, a pageant for nonprofits that features military veterans. So we want to help as many nonprofits as we possibly can. You know, this uh, this event, we know we have a lot of uh, nonprofits involved, but, you know, each year we want the number of nonprofits to grow and grow and grow. We want to we want to help every nonprofit on the planet. You know, that is our mission. That is our goal. So come out and support uh, and just, you know, have fun. Well, as the CEO and founder, no man is an island. You have an amazing team. We have to give props to Mrs. Hill for her contributions and her beautiful 
interviews on radio shows I heard on your page on Facebook, and the actual concept is ingenious. Calvin, you have a very great talent in creating many shows, including the Mr. and Mrs. Military Pageant Showcase. Tell me about the concept and what happened to you, how you received the idea, and how you brought it to fruition. And then compliment your team. Well, so I have to go all the way back to 2006. So I was in, I was on active duty at the time. I was stationed at the, where was I at? Uh, Point Loma base. I was stationed in Point Loma at the submarine base, uh, 2006. And so, you know, I wanted to give back. I was like, what can we do? And so, you know, I, I saw award ceremonies all the time, you know, for, you know, military personnel, you know, I'm like, wait a minute, something's wrong here. You know, I see how my, brothers and sisters in the military get recognized and how they get awards and stuff like that. But where are we? We're on a military base, you know, behind closed guards, you know, and we, you know, we're like next to the ocean, you know, we're secluded. We're, you know, remotely on base that's heavily guarded, but you know, we're getting recognized, but we can't, the, the general public does not get to, you know, see that they don't get to see, you know, what our military men and women are doing you know, unless it's getting negative publicity in the press or whatever. And so I was like, you know what, that has to change. And so that's when the dream came to do the Mr. and Ms. Military Contest and, you know, to to showcase, to celebrate and to appreciate our military men and women in uniform because they deserve it. They do some great things, you know, in our community, you know, they all kind of humanitarian you know, things that they work on. And, and it, I'm like, wait a minute, come on now. We got to, we got to showcase this. We got to celebrate. We got to appreciate it. Our veterans deserve it. Oh. You know, we have pageants for everything else under the sun, you know, and everybody else. We got the BET Awards. We got the ESPYs, Country <laughs> Music Awards. You know, I'm like, come on, where's the one for our military veterans at? You know, so that's kind of what I want to do. I want to do something kind of like the ESPYs, kind of like the BET Awards, but for our veterans. And so, that's what we're doing this Friday, and the team has been great. It's great seeing everybody come together. You know, my wife is, like I said, she's doing the flyers. You know, she's done a great job with the graphics. You know, my daughter, Kalia Knapp, uh, she's doing an awesome job. She's the VP of Communications and Operations, so she's just really tremendous and, and just, you know, outstanding to have on the team. And so, you know, we are really you know, proud of everyone and everything. And, and you know, from, from, from the Croc Salvation Army Theater, you know, having our event there, that is amazing. You know, to, you know, our, our PR people, you know, getting everybody involved in you for sharing this with your audience, you know. So, yeah, it's just been a, a, a great trip, and I am just so amazed by it. I'm in shock and awe of what God is doing. And it's just, you know, every day I'm like, oh, Lord, what? For me? Yeah, for me, Lord, you know, you know, but yeah, yeah, it's been amazing and it's a great journey and I'm I'm glad to be on it. But yeah, it started way back when I was active duty, you know, at the sub base, you know, stationed up there. And I was like, wow, you know, we need to do something for our trip or for our troops. And so, yeah, that's how I got started. This is what an incredible testimony, everyone. When you get a dream, you said, I have a dream. It's African-American History Month. I would love to be the first host to 
don you with your legacy, Calvin. You and your family are part of Black history by creating an amazing concept to remember veterans that volunteer, which is probably most of our therapy, because giving back is what saves lives. And I have been doing the same thing. So to be on the screen with you today, sharing with Facebook that there is a home for you, whether you're civilian or military, when we come together for a common cause, such as our military men and women in uniform, from all the branches and all the eras equally, we can showcase talent and appreciate giving back. So in San Diego, if you're interested in watching, you will be able to get your own ticket to the Mr. and Mrs. Military Pageant Showcase by clicking the link on my page. And Calvin's going to share where you can get your ticket in person to support the event. If you would like to donate tickets, I will be the first one to say, as I'm driving down to cover the event, I would love to stop by Camp Pendleton and give out those tickets. If you'd love to donate, Calvin's going to tell you how to do that. And we want to thank you for listening to the Christina Silva Show, which is all about educating our veterans' lives about the importance and contribution our servicemen and women make each and every day they serve. So, Calvin, we're going to the Croc Center at 6611 University Drive in San Diego, the beautiful, beautiful Croc Theater is amazing. I served with the Salvation Army for eight years. I want to thank Lieutenant Colonel and his wife, Smith, of the Salvation Army Southern California Division. And I'm so glad to know that the Salvation Army's loving arms are based on the God Bless America ethic. Share with us how we can get in touch with your website and how we can take part in the event. Thank you, Christina. So our website is mmmilitary.com. So if you want tickets, you want to know more about the pageant showcase, go to mmmilitary.com and click on get tickets. Also, if you want to make a donation, uh, Veterans of Hope is our fiscal sponsor. So there's a, a, uh, an image there on the website on the front page where you can click on uh, donate. And so when you click on the, the donate link, uh, just click the drop down box and you'll see 2023 Mr. Ms. Military Pageant. And then you can give your secure donation through PayPal. So, and we're thankful for Veterans of Hope. That's just one of the nonprofits, you know, that we're helping to raise funds for. So we are very grateful for them and our partner there. And so, yes, but we want to help all the nonprofits we can. So please, a portion of the ticket sales go to these nonprofits. So yes, come on out and just give and be a blessing and God will bless you for it. Most definitely. Thank you, Calvin. I also want to share about the event that the legacy of the event is that it's live streamed. So you'll be able to see tidbits of it. I'll be streaming some of it live, but the essence of it is to participate to see what's really going to happen at the event. So what will we see from our lovely contestants, Mr. and Mrs. Wise? Yeah. So <laughs> <laughs> the first category uh, you'll, you'll see the contestants coming out and they will explain to the audience why they chose the nonprofit that they're working with. For example, contestant want to come out and say, hey, so this is my nonprofit. I, you know, let's say he chose uh, Wonder Warrior Project. So he'll come out and be like, yes, this is my nonprofit, Wonder Warrior Project. I chose this nonprofit because blah, 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 blah. They'll put it in their own words and we're going to have four Four judges there that are going to be, you know, really looking at these contestants to get us a real quality winner. Because we want, we don't want anybody to be Mr. and Ms. Military. We want, we want somebody that that knows what's going on, somebody that can be articulate and and, and smart, and somebody that's just, 
you know, now I must say, this is not a beauty contest. So we're not going to focus on beauty. We're focusing on showcasing, celebrating, and appreciating our veterans and the work that they're doing in the community. So I want to put that out there because some people are like, well, is it a beauty pageant? No, it's not a traditional beauty pageant. There's no swimsuit contest. There's no weight requirements, none of that mess. So we want to do the we want to do the best for our veterans the best we can. So the first category is going to be the why. Why they chose the nonprofit, you know, what 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 you know caught their heart about their nonprofit. The second category is going to be uh it's giving oh talent that's right so the first one is the why why they chose that that nonprofit the second one is going to be talent you know what kind of talent are they bringing to the table you know are, are you, we want we don't want to buy that shy you know uh they're, they're they get invited to be a guest speaker someplace and then they're just standing up there oh you know um you know they're scared of the microphone we want somebody that command that can command an audience so the judges be looking at that and the audience be looking at that too. The third category is going to be formal wear. So our contestants are going to be dressed, you know, in their best, you know, because there's going to be a red carpet there too. But, but yeah, the third category is going to be formal wear. Now this round, the contestants will get to know the judges, you know, a little, you know, back and forth with the judges and stuff like that. The judges are giving them to loosen up, you know, right before the final round, which is, the military knowledge question. So this is the seriousness. This is where it all comes down right here because, because being Mr. Military or Miss Military, I believe that that, that person, who, whoever gets that title, should have a broad knowledge of the military. You know, if you're a Navy contestant, you know, and you, we expect you to know a lot about the Navy, you know what I'm saying? Or we expect you to know a lot about the Air Force. Okay, but what do you know about, you know, the other branches? You know, if you're going to be Mr. and Ms. Military, you know, your veterans would expect you, would expect for you to have a broad knowledge. And so our judges are going to be looking for how well our contestants are going to answer the question Whatever that question is going to be, you know, the judges are going to look at who can articulate it and the and the in depthness and the quality of their answer, you know, because you if you're just going to come up there and say blah 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 blah, yeah, yeah, you know what I'm saying? They're going to be like, okay, well, no, uh, no, the, you you don't even you shouldn't even be here, but yeah. So the judges are really going to be looking at how well you know the contestants answered, and then they're going to choose the winner. Now, if there is if there is a tie. Let's say there's a tie. You know, our special guest is going to be Miss America 2022. She's a Coast Guard veteran. So her name is Athena Fleming. So she's going to be the tiebreaker. And so um, once we do have a winner, she's going to crown, you know, uh, the winners. And, and I thought that was nice having Miss America there, you know, to crown Mr. and Miss Military. So she's going to be there. Also, uh, one of our judges is going to be uh, Mrs. Regency International 2022. So she's going to be there as well. You know, she's a, a military uh, wife and a mom and an entrepreneur. So she's doing phenomenal things. You know, we have a couple of actors there. One of the guys from a TV show called Dawson's Creek, he's going to be there. Uh, we have Dr. Purdy. She's going to be there. She's America's favorite doctor. So she's awesome. She's licensed in all 50 states. I'm like, wow. You know, but, but yeah, she's doing great things. And we have an, another judge that's there. Um, what's that guy's name? But yeah, so we got, we got a great show. And oh, so America's Got Talent top finalists. Uh, Beeman, Mr. Beeman is going to be there too. And so we have international violinist. Um, what's her name? She's going to be there too. So uh, Layla, 
Layla Faye, she's going to be there. So there's just a lot of stuff going through my head right now. But Incredible. it's going to be, yeah, it's going to be a great show. And so, well, um, fans, we certainly yes. can't forget Lou Rawls Jr. And well, exactly. Our- oh, yep, you're right. See, look at that. Lou Rawls Jr. is going to be there. Oh man, it's going. Our U.S. Navy as well. Yes, yes, yes. Amy Forsythe is going to be there. Oh, man. So it's, it's going to be an amazing event, you know. And so, yeah, Lou Ross Jr. is going to be talking about some of his work with the Lou Ross Foundation. And, yeah, so we're glad to have him. So, you know, like I said, there's just there's a lot going on. And we want to work. We want to help as many nonprofits as we can. And so we're laying the foundation for that. And so I'm grateful. Well, it sounds like your Black History Month legacy will ensue with the 2024 and beyond Mr. and Mrs. Military Pageant Yay. Showcase. It's not too late to get your tickets, fans, so check out mmmilitary.com. And you can also befriend Calvin Hill, U.S. Navy retired on Facebook. You'll see yes. the big M on his logo for Mr. and Mrs. Military. And to the Hill family, thank you so much for the hard work it took. I met Calvin a year ago when you guys were planning the event. I'm so happy to see it come to pass. And I'm excited to retreat in San Diego this weekend. And the event begins at 6.30 p.m. live Friday, February 24th in San Diego at the Croc Theater. For more information, I also have the flyer on my page. And this show will be replaying on Voice America shortly after we wrap. So, Calvin, now we get the U.S. Navy ambush because you mentioned all of your military knowledge. It's perfect that it's part of the showcase, right? Right. Now we're going to test you on your biblical knowledge because we thank God and we give a special prayer and God blessing to all of our troops with a moment of silence on every show. Let's do that first and then we'll test your biblical knowledge. And on three, we just want to Pray for the people that are on a ship afloat somewhere in our nation, protecting our waters and combining their amazing skills to keep us safe and working, collaborating with our elite Marines. We want to thank our brand new Space Force for their elite new anthem, where they are protecting us in the world's greatest arena of cyberspace. What about our Coast Guard? They are close to us, sometimes forgotten. What about our our Air Force and our Army yes. and our Marines and our soldiers of our United yes. States Army, the biggest, most lethal force on the ground. Yes. We have to be thankful as Americans, and we are. Yes. A moment of silence. We thank the lost, the fallen, and the families. Yes. For in God we trust. Yes. Calvin, it's 811. Yes. It's such a great number, eight being infinity. And on the eighth day, yes. God did something special in Genesis, right? Even oh, yeah. The parallel of our invincibility on air. For every good thing, you must persevere, veterans. Keep on going. Yes. Be motivated. Yes. I'm getting choked up. We promise you creative presentations. <laughs> We hope you've enjoyed the show. And the verse that comes to mind with all that's happening in the world, we also have to give a prayer for the Ukraine, Turkey, Syria, and every nation. The winds are going, the rain, the snow, the odd weather patterns. And pray for someone else, no matter Uh, your religion. God is a sovereign God, right? That's right. That's right. I want to ask you what this means to you. Matthew 24, 6. And ye shall hear of wars and rumors of wars. See that ye be not troubled, for all these things must come to pass, 
but the end is not yet. What does that mean to mm. you? Well, to me, it means that we should cast all our cares upon God, <laughs> you know, because yeah, that stuff is going to come and it's going to pass, but don't be concerned about that. You know, to me, it means, you know, like the Bible says, cast all your cares upon him, you know, and he will see you through, you know, have faith in God, you know, with man, things are impossible, but with God, all things are possible. So you, you may hear rumors of wars, you may hear this and you may hear that, but it's okay. Be, be steady, you know, have a firm foundation, you know, in God, because yeah, <laughs> He is the one that matters. You know, all this other stuff, you know, he's the only one that can send you to heaven or send you to hell. So all these rumors of wars and all this stuff, don't get worked up over that. You know, don't get, you know, what's happening in Ukraine is, is terrible and it's nothing but the enemy. Our enemy comes to steal, kill, and destroy, you know, but if you belong to God and you have a, you have a personal relationship with the Lord, you ain't got to worry about all that. You have the victory, you know, knowing that God is on your side and he's going to take care of you no matter what war may come, what what war may go, you know, what comes and what passes, it rains on the just and the unjust, you know, alike. So, you know, but you have faith in God, you have a relationship with God, you don't have anything to worry about. You know, are you, are you going to have some down times? Of course, you know, but you're going to have more victories than defeats. You know, the Bible says you, you may fall seven times, but get back up. You know, so if there's a war coming, you know, so what? Just shake it off. You know what I'm saying? You know, your faith in God, your relationship with God should be more important than, you know, worrying about, uh, you know, what's going to happen, you know, in Russia or Ukraine or something, you know, or we're going to have war with China or Russia or North Korea. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, God is so awesome. He kept me through 20 years in the Navy. And, and when I first joined the Navy, I was there was Desert Shield and Desert Storm. And I'm like, Lord, oh, man. You know, am I going to get caught up in that? You know, um, you know, the USS Cole got attacked. I, I was like, oh, Lord, you know, is our ship going to be like that? You know, so, you know, you, you know what? You can't, you can't, yeah, we can't worry about, you know, wars and stuff like that. But have a firm foundation in the Lord, you know, and that will see us through any rumors of war or, you know, anything that threatens our peace. Because God wants us to have peace. And because yeah. God, God is love and, you know, he loves us all. So. Well, I feel that love. Today, by the way, for history, we talked about African-American history, but it's actually history on a religious holiday called Ash Wednesday. And whatever you may believe, all things aside, we know on this call for Calvin and I that we believe that Christ died for our sins. And interesting thing, clean writing style productions, we give you a message of hope. We don't push anything on you, but we use the facts of history to show you that there is hope. If you want to talk about that privately, you can certainly get in touch with both of us because I yes. know God brought me from, and I know it's my salvation that has me sitting here today in my right. mind as a sound mind, having peace and joy and a smile on my face when the world yes. is in calamity. So yes. be encouraged out there. Calvin, That's right. Every week of 2023, we decided to encourage yes. and increase everyone with a good vocabulary about culture and about knowledge with job interviews and learning yeah. how to communicate on the computer. And today's word is yes. Afrofuturism. Do you know what Ooh, it means? I do not. Please tell me. Tell me more. Guess what? It's a newer term that is coming to pass with scientific movies such as Wakanda and Woman King. Afrofuturism, according to the Smithsonian and Tate.org, is a cultural aesthetic that combines science fiction, history, 
and fantasy to explore the African-American experience and aims to connect those from the Black diaspora with their forgotten African ancestry. Power wow. to the people. That, yes. Wow. Incredible. And Wakanda forever. Man, that is, that is awesome. Is wow. New. It's a new awareness. And the yeah. military also has been really great. Speaking of the Air Force, I must give the Air Force an amazing kudos for their race story themes. They do not allow any racism in the Air Force and in our other anymore. Go ahead, Air Force. Yeah, and go ahead. Educate about the Pan-African Film Festival and the month for the Asian Pacific Islanders, how they've served. You know about that, right? Yes, yes. Indian warriors and yes. Mexican-American warriors. And yes. it's just so rich, fans. Let's all be one world and get ready for the end times to beat the rumors of wars because it's not the end yet. We're going to need each other. That's right. It or not. So That's be, right. Be prepared and be encouraged. Afrofuturism. I know you want to see that Batman movie. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you're right you're right we we just watched woman king last night and i was like wow so yeah so yeah bring on batman oh man this has been an excellent exhibition of a non-scripted yet soft scripted christina silva show i hope that you have been able to honor calvin for 20 years of naval service i hope that our ratings go skyrocketing into the platform of social and digital media and I hope that everyone knows on the second inaugural Mr. and Mrs. Military Pageant that I'll be serving from my heart. Um, it's a hard time for a lot of people that have losses. And so this show helped me today as just a personal testimonial know that no matter what I've lost, which is a dear person in my life tonight at 11 o'clock hour, that I'm still okay and God's in control. And I'll be reunited with that person in the clouds one day I miss Miss Miss, my mama so badly, but I will be with her one day. You believe that with me? Yep, I do. I do because we belong to God, and and when the world comes to an end, we will be called up. So we don't have to worry about you know the end times and the revelations and all that stuff. But yeah, so I feel bad for the people that will be left here while while we're up in 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 heaven with Jesus when He calls us up into the sky because. And, and that just shows how good God is, because even after we get called up, you know, God still will be merciful enough to allow people that are still here to get saved. Of course, of course, there's going to be, you know, some terrible stuff that comes along with that. But, you know, they'll still have a chance to come to heaven. And, now, and we know that everybody's not going to heaven. You know, and that's sad. That saddens my heart because I'm like, come on, guys, you know, what's yes. wrong with that? But but yeah, but yeah, go ahead. I'm sorry. Say a prayer. Love your loved ones. Call them. Get in touch with people you love and you haven't heard from. Cherish the ones that you've lost. And just think of those memories of those service members. Even if they're not related to you, everyone is related to a veteran. And this show is dedicated to you, Mom. I hope that I'm making you proud by having a profession of faith out loud on this Christina Silva show with Calvin Hill. Because where two or more are gathered, you taught me that God is in the midst. And That's I'm right. so happy I'm so happy and thankful for everyone listening, all my sponsors, all the listeners, my family and friends, and you, Calvin. And we will see you on the next Christina Silva Show every Wednesday on Voice America's Variety Channel. Peace out, Semper Fi, and be safe. Thank you for tuning in this week to the Christina Silva Show. Be sure to check back for new episodes every Wednesdays at 5 p.m. Pacific Time, 8 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Variety Channel. We'll see you soon, and Semper Fi.